Hey, good evening, good evening, everyone. This is the CSRN Video Minutes. This is our weekly podcast where we talk about some of the things that CSRN CSRN has done in the past, uh, some of the things that we got planning right now, some of the things that we got coming up. I'm Brother Washington Muhammad. My pronouns are he and him. I'm one of the co-founders of, of CSRN, along with Mike Leonardi and Jabril Bay. Uh, seven years ago, they had this crazy idea that you could actually organize and plan outside of religion and politics. And they put something um, together that was really special. They brought me in, you know, on the back end of it. And here we are. Uh, today, I have one, not only I have my mask. Uh, somebody had to go get me my mask. Somebody, somebody in uh, middle management is going to get got hell to pay. All right, because they didn't bring my mask. My uh, my mask. But so I got you're it. lost without you. All right, right, right. We'll blame that on Ruth. But today I have on a maroon shirt. Got buttons on the on the collar. I've got on a gray hat and my gray blue glasses from Optigo by Twix in between. If you get a chance, holler at Christian Mont. She drives the Octago bus. You see her parked at uh, Swain Field and other places making appointments. She has a great assortment of glasses and, and she'll get your prescription just right. And as always, I'm dedicated to respecting and protecting all black bodies, no matter the cost, no matter the gains or loss. And this is the Community Solidarity Response Network. This is the headquarters for All Black Lives Matter justice or else. I'm going to turn it over right now so that Jody can introduce himself. I'm going to step off and get my mask, all right? And if you can introduce yourself, what do you have on today? And also start, and also to start with our mission statement. What's up, everybody? Jody J. Summers, child of the system, better known as Spoken Truth. I am the treasurer of this wonderful organization for the last what, six years? Um, I am a brown-skinned, cinnamon-toned, big bear of a man that is covered in tattoos and piercings and crystals and clothing that is representative of my local community, a Filthy Feathers, organizations, flock, um, and uh, pieces that keep us a strong village. My... Um, Pronouns are him, he, and we. The we comes part of you know me uh, in the multiple fields and organizations that I do run or lead on. So these are our video. This is our mission statement, and uh, we. I also want to say thank you to everybody that's been supporters of us over all of the years, because we are not an organization unlike, I don't know what you would think would be structured. We have an open door policy, kind of like Mary Poppins. So you're here as long as you need it. And there aren't nobody to say there's rules or organizations or things that can break. We focus, especially more because of 2020, more on mental health. So if you need a break, if you need time to take yourself away from the black hole of a screen that just shouts at you, we allow you that. We don't punish anybody for anything or tell them they're not doing enough because we understand that they have their own lives. And if you push a person to a point, they break and nobody's good broken. So this is our mission statement. 
We are the Community Solidarity Response Network of Toledo, formed on November 25th, 2014, the day after it was announced that the killer, a Ferguson, Missouri police officer of Michael Brown, an unarmed teenager, would not be indicted. We bring awareness to the fact that most often, Black men, women, and children are disproportionately murdered, attacked, provoked, and harassed by law enforcement. Police brutality has to end. We bring awareness to the fact that most often, police brutality goes without consequence or accountability. Police impunity has to end. We utilize the tactics of civil protests disobedience, civil disobedience, event disruption, and citizen advocacy to give voice to those who are otherwise voiceless. We facilitate progressive, community-based events that help foster self-development, and we discuss measures to hold local leadership accountable to their sworn duties, be they politician, clergy, law enforcement, educators, etc., etc. We want justice equal justice under the law. We want justice applied equally to all, to all, regardless of creed, class, or of color, for all lives to matter. Black lives must matter. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. All right, thanks, Jody. And what we're gonna do right now is head right into our um, our guiding principles. And this is the thing that keeps all of us tight. It keeps all of us grounded. And these are our CSR and guiding principles. All black lives matter. Queer black lives, trans black lives, formerly and presently incarcerated black lives poor working class black lives, differently able black lives, black men and women lives, immigrant black lives, black elderly and children lives. All black lives matter and are the creators of this space. We throw no one under the bus, we rise together. Ashe. Ashe. And Ashe means one who changes a thing or one who makes a thing happen. Thriving instead of surviving. Our vision is based on the world we want, not the one we're currently in. We seek to transform, not simply react. We want our people to thrive, not just exist. Think beyond the possible. Ashe? Ashe. Experimentation and innovation must be built into our work. Embrace the best tools, practice, practices, and tactics, and leave those behind that no longer serve us. Ashe? Ashe. Evaluation and assessment must be built into our culture. Critical reflection must be a part of all of our work, we learn from our mistakes and our victories. Ashe? Ashe. Principal struggle can exist in a positive environment. We must be honest with one another by embracing direct, loving communication. Ashe? Ashe. Love, self-love is practiced in every element of all we do. Love and self-love must be a driver of our work and an indicator of our success. Without this principle and without healing, we will harm each other and undermine our movement. Ashe? Ashe. 360-degree vision. We honor past struggles and wisdom from elders. The work we do today builds the foundations of movements of tomorrow. We consider our mark on future generations. Ashe? Ashe. Self-care means we 
build resilient spaces by budgeting time, energy, and resources for healing. Self-care is a regular, consistent, intentional, and essential practice. Ashe? Ashe. The most directly affected people are experts at their own lives and should be in leadership at the center of our movement and telling their stories directly. Ashe? Ashe. Training and leadership development should be fundamental. Our movement must constantly grow and leadership must constantly multiply. Ashe? Ashe. Those are our uh, mission statements. And today we've got a treat for all of those who are watching. Uh, we're coming back with Sister Yvette Muhammad of Muhammad's Mosque, number 91, and the Nation of Islam. We're going to talk about self-care and, and some of the things that you can do in a community. And also, we've got a double dose of the New Order Human Rights Organization. Uh, we've got Sabrina and City. Look, stay tuned. This is the CSRM Video Minutes. Uh, come right back. All right, we are back, and that is Dr. Tracy Perryman um, with uh, Center of Hope, CSRN, and uh, Center of Hope got an opportunity to be involved in the uh, Mask Up uh, project, and I think this is probably the only city that has two Dr. P's, but we're talking about Dr. Perryman right now. We'll, we'll have them knowledge it out. I don't know. How, how are you going to fight over that? I don't know. But, um, hey, look, right now we've got coming up, uh, dynamic sister, Sister Yvette Muhammad of Muhammad's Mosque, number 91. Uh, we're going to talk about self-care, uh, some of the things that the Sisters in the Nation of Islam do. Um, most times you see the brothers on the corner with the papers and the bean pies and the bow ties, but people always say, what do the sisters do? Well, we've got one of them right there. So, greeting Sister uh, Yvette Muhammad, assalamu alaikum, and how you doing? Wa alaikum salam. I am doing awesome, and I thank you for asking. How are you doing? Um, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing fine. I'm doing <laughs> fine, sister. Hey, everybody wants to know, what is it that the Sisters in the Nation of Islam do? Um, it's Women's Health. I mean, it's National Women's History Month. Um, we're talking about mental health, self-care. What is it that the sisters have to offer to this subject? Thank you very much for asking. Of course, um, you know, when I think about National History Month, National Women's History Month, I think about the fact that history is made every day. 
we don't have to look back to um, determine what is great history because we're making great history today with whatever we do. Um, you know, I think about the women's role in our community, uh, in society as a whole, um, in that, um, you know, the woman is the first teacher, the woman is the first nurse to the children, and before a child even knows who God is, the mama is the God to the baby until they establish a different understanding. So in the Nation of Islam, um, the women, we study seven units of training. Um, not to say that we don't study other things because there are an array of um, uh, women in different professions and educated in different um, uh, fields in the Nation of Islam, and some not formally educated, but skilled nonetheless. And um, uh, the first training unit that we, uh, uh, that we study and practice and train in is uh, how to keep house. And, you know, unfortunately, that's a, a long lost consideration, you know, in some um, places. And keeping house is not just a matter of cleaning up, but it includes cleaning up. And it's not just a matter of the physical house you live in, in terms of the uh, brick and mortar structure, but the physical house that your spirit dwells in, which is your own body. So, you know, we learn the science of home management because there is a science of home management. And when your home is not managed properly, you can find that the people who come out of the house are very often not able to manage themselves either. Um, the uh, second um, training unit we study is how to rear our children. And, you know, um, you know, I, I was told long ago, whatever problems you see in the community, you can fix that by how you raise your own children or at least contribute to a positive uh, change. There's a struggle you know, for um, the minds of our children is lots of things to compete with uh, parental input and parental guidance. And so the idea of how to rear your children is, is more than a notion, it's more than a statement. And um, that is the second unit though, that we focus on our devotion to children. Um, the next is uh, how to take care of our husbands. And um, again, many people don't marry anymore. Um, people who do marry tend to, um, you know, more than 50% of the marriages that start don't um, end um, until death do us part. Um, they might try to kill each other, but <laughs> they don't end at the, uh, as the way the vow states. There is something, uh, it's very difficult to be married in a world that does not support marriage. I'm thankful um, to have been blessed to struggle through and to um, strike through some years of 30 years of marriage, but it's a very difficult thing. And it is something that you really have to put your mind to and surround yourself with people who support that. It, it establishes a nice foundation for your children and establishes a foundation the, uh, for the family. Um, in addition, we learn how to sew and um, again, a lost art. But um, if you're, um, you know, from the Christian perspective or way of devotion, there's a whole um, description about the virtuous woman who spindles with her hands and who gathers flax and wool. Um, there's something about a woman that is naturally creative. We create with our womb, but certainly we create with our mind. And um, you've heard a lot of times about a mama who can make a dollar out of 15 cents. There's something very special about the creative power of a woman and the ability to sew um, and put together um, things. If you think about it in a more existential way, it's not just simply running a sewing machine over. It's, it's putting together things that belong together to make it whole. Um, and then you can also look at sowing in the way of uh, S-O-W, you sow what you reap. And um, you've ever heard of stitch in time, save nine, saves nine. That means the, the whole practice of 
uh, putting something together in the right way so that it doesn't come apart and that you don't have to uh, work on fixing it because you did it right in the first place. So sewing is one of our training units, uh, as well as how to cook. Um, how to cook is not just about how good your food tastes, but are we able to scientifically make food our medicine? Are we able to um, make foods in a way that heal our body, um, create a healthy and fit environment for us so that we're able to resist something like a coronavirus or disease and, and able to get over it if we do, in, uh, in fact, find ourselves infected? Um, so um, the how to cook is very important. We suffer as a people from an overwhelming amount of diet-related illnesses, and how to cook is at the root of that. And um, if we hand over our cooking or our food um, preparation to other people or other entities like restaurants, then we suffer physically because we lose control over that which we could have control over. Also, how to act at home. Um, you know, um, I don't act a certain way outside the doors, but then um, am um, impossible to deal with inside my own home. You know, how to act at home um, establish a way of uh, managing civilization and socialization among people so that when we go outside of our doors, we know how to act as well as how to act abroad. Um, and that doesn't mean, you know, I act like I'm European uh, in order to get along with other people, but I would like to be a world traveler. I would like to have the kind of manners and respect for other people and um, language and consideration for other people that allow me to be uh, take my place as a world citizen and not just as an American or a person who functions well in my own neighborhood. So um, when you ask what do the sisters do, we study those units. We try to establish a stable foundation for our families. Uh, we um, try to um, extend that into our neighborhoods by doing workshops. Uh, we try to have some level of um, you know, outreach at least once a month. Uh, for example, last week, last month we did an outreach with the Sparrows Nest uh, Homeless Shelter for Women where we did um, hygiene bags for them. Um, and previously, we sold some ma uh, masks. And so when I talked about that training unit, how to sew, we actually made some masks and made sure that each woman or sister in the shelter at the time was able to have one of the well-made, uh, uh, specifically chosen fabrics, um, um, adjustable, um, high-quality masks, um, so that if they didn't have one of their own, or if they had one now, they have two. Um, you stop me when you want to. Um, Brother Washington. All right. Well, man. Also, I know it's spring. Uh, and before you go, I saw that last year you were posting regarding uh, make some Facebook posts regarding Eden Community Garden. Is there any chance that Eden Community Garden is going to start again for this fall? And, and how can people um, get involved? Thank you for asking, Brother Washington. Um, Eden uh, is Eden Urban Garden is located on Boston Place in Toledo, Ohio, right off of Collingwood near Central. Uh, we established ourselves it's probably 13, 14 years ago now um, with a core group of people who. Uh -oh. All right, looks like we lost Sister Yvette. I think that for whatever reason, she must have hit a button that she wasn't supposed to hit. And it does happen. That does happen in, in live streaming. Something drove by. Oh. We're going to try and get her back, though. Yeah, we're going to try to get her back. Matter of fact, I see her coming back right yeah, now. 
Let's bring her back. Lovely technology. All right. All right. Yeah. For whatever reason, we lost you. Jody was high-fiving me. All right. So, hey, he was high-fiving me. You might have hit a nerve there with the digital gods. Right. right. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but you can't stop me. That's <laughs> so, right. Let me, let me just say the, uh, this as I close out. Um, the urban uh, Eden Urban Garden, like I said, we established ourselves years ago. Uh, we um, are very particular about the seed or source of our foods. We grow foods that are nutritious for us. For some of the other reasons that I talked to you about earlier with how to cook, um, it starts with a proper food uh, selection. Um, you know, you uh, don't really um, really think about the benefits. I think we don't in growing our own foods besides the benefit, which is derived from the food we grow. The community that we grow together when we do something for ourselves together is remarkable. Um, in the process of growing, we actually have the opportunity to ground ourselves, which is the balancing of mental, spiritual, and physical energy. Um, the way that that's done is um, by having contact with the earth in a variety of ways. But in the course of gardening, you're making contact with all of those minerals and things that are in the soil, which helps to rebalance you. Uh, we are some unbalanced people uh, because of the stress that uh, comes to us every day. Being black in America will make you unbalanced. If you don't think nothing happened to you, just showing up every day in America will uh, cause some level of imbalance. When you don't have measures to heal yourself and don't take measures for good self-care, um, then sometimes we reach for the wrong things to create a balance for ourselves. And so I do recommend home uh, growing food um, because not only of the end product, but because of in the process, um, you achieve that grounding, that exposure to vitamin D. And I'm sure you all have read a lot of articles about how vitamin D has an impact on your ability to resist that coronavirus. And um, being out in the sun is the best source of vitamin D, uh, as well as, like I mentioned before, the grounding with the contact with the earth. Um, of course, eat good, sleep good, think good. As a man thinketh, so is he. And of course, you know, put yourself God first, self second, others third. Self improvement is the uh, foundation or the basis for community development. Well, hopefully you got a, a hold of Liz. Did I, I think I tagged you and Sonia in that link. Uh, something she wanted to start up. I think it was Liz Mo. You did, and I did. I did fill out the uh, application for that project, and I want to thank you for tagging me. I loved uh, what I saw, and I'm very excited about being involved. Yes. All right. Well, having said that, Sister Yvette Muhammad, thank you for joining. <clears throat> thank you for joining us. This is a crown jewel for Women's History Month that we got some dynamic sisters on our on our stream. Thank you, Sister, and come back anytime. Thank you, and I will be glad to come back anytime. We're going to take a short break. This is the CSRN Video Minutes, our weekly podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Did you know addiction is a disease, not a moral dilemma? The opioid epidemic and substance use have a major impact on communities of color and many people's lives. Wasion Wellness Recovery Support Center offers culturally relevant inpatient and outpatient behavioral health treatment and recovery support services to any Ohioan struggling with addiction, mental health, or finding sober safe housing. We must recognize that treatment is available and accessible to all. If you are in need of treatment or want to find out more information, you can call 
888-728-2713 to talk to someone or schedule an appointment. We are back. <laughs> Y'all need drinking water after the break. That should be happening. All right. Hey, well, it's good to see people hydrating themselves. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, we're back. This is the Community Solidarity Response Network. This is our weekly uh, podcast where we talk about different things that are going on in the community. And right now we have Women's History Month. And last week, we had the first ever Brianna Taylor Day. We've got C.D. Dotson. We've got Sabrina Jamison Barrett or Barnett. Whatever you said. Whatever he said. All right. I'm just I'm just reading what he typed. All right. All right, y'all. All right. All right. Oh, we got New Order Human Rights Organization. We got Sabrina, uh, who is the spokesperson. We've got C.D. That's the president. We've got some power people on the screen. Yes. Um, Sisters, Brianna Taylor Day, Jody and I were there along with others. Man, if you could introduce yourselves, I don't care who goes first. Uh, how did you come aware of New Order? Uh, and why did you decide to join this struggle at the end of the world? <laughs> All right. Um, let, let's start with Sabrina. Um, Sabrina Barnett Jameson. Uh, he, she, her, personal pronouns. Uh, let's see. We were talking about Breonna Taylor Day. Why? Um, as a human rights organization, we thought that it was important for us to honor um, Breonna Taylor because the criminal justice system and uh, social justice, those are issues that we basically, we've been fighting for freedom and our rights, you know, since pre-slavery after slavery, post-slavery. Um, so we just thought it would be, you know, important to honor those the people responsible. Um, no charges have been brought um, against them for her murder. Um, murder was not even um, on the table during the trial. Um, it, the jurors couldn't even consider it because it was never part of the, um, of the process. They never wanted to go after the officers. Um, and, that, and that's a problem because this is something that is continuously happening in our society. We see it every day. Um, we see it in all the communities, not just in Toledo, but worldwide. Um, it's a problem and it, it needs to be addressed. We've been talking about it for far too long. Um, they've been talking about police reform. We're, we're still waiting. And, you know, something has to give. <clears throat> Can you guys hear and see me? Well, hello, I guess it's my turn, so I am the Toledo chapter president of New Order Human Rights Organization. And I thought, um, we thought that it would be good to basically just honor Breonna Taylor, like Sabrina said. Um, we, we see men that are constantly killed by the police 
repeatedly, but now we're starting to see more of our women that are being killed by the police. So we want to make sure that the police know we're not just going to fight for our men. We're going to fight for our women. Um, and charges need to be, I mean, she needs justice. Regardless of the fact that she dated an ex-con, that has nothing to do with the fact that she was innocent. She was in her own home and the police went in. And just for the simple fact, when you hear over and over that the police were being charged because of the bullets that went in the wall, but they had no regard, none of the charges for her life. They were more concerned about the wall than her life. Um, that was one of the things that brought me out a lot this past summer to go out and protest for justice for her. And so I felt that it would only be right on the year anniversary of her death to continue to say her name so that people don't forget and so that they know that we didn't forget and that we will continue to fight for justice for Breonna Taylor. So that was one of the reasons why we decided to have Breonna Taylor Day. And we appreciate you guys for coming out there with us. We appreciate all the support that we've gotten from CSRN. And of course, as you know, Brother Muhammad, like me and Sabrina both told you, we have made you our mentor. We appreciate you and all of the help, all of the knowledge that you bring. Um, the other question you asked was, how did I get into New Order? I actually was introduced to New Order by Sabrina. Um, she introduced me and that's how I became a part of New Order. And um, I didn't answer that part. I had some technical difficulties and I became involved in New Order um, with the John and Jabril Wiley incident uh, involving Toledo Police Department. Um, I'm trained in physical restraints. I've been trained in physical restraints for the past 20 years. So when I saw that video, I knew that the treatment she received from the police officer was not warranted. He could have easily de-escalated that situation and restrained her without taking it to the level that he did. So then, that's when I got started. The family reached out to several organizations. Nobody will help. Um, I think Gerald either called me because I didn't know Gerald personally at the time or call, called the mom. And um, as I said, when I was on a previous podcast, when you first talked to Gerald, uh, he makes it seem as if you guys have been friends for your entire life. So it was really easy to talk to him. It was really easy to open up to him. And I just wanted to try to help. Um, the family get justice. Um, I did a lot of work at uh, New Order. We did a lot of things uh, behind the scenes um, because I said before, you know, I'm not in this for a title or notoriety. I just want to help people um, because this could be any of us. Breonna Taylor could be one of us. And, and you know, how would we feel if we didn't have our community behind us or if we didn't have our support, our, our family behind us or the support of, of the community behind us? You know, I hope I'm never in a situation to have to experience that. However, we don't know that, you know, any day, you know, we could be like, like we said at the protest, we don't want to have to say another name. That could be us. We don't know that. So that's why I do what I do. You know, there was a, uh, I wanted to uh, talk about a post that I saw um, earlier today, and I wanted to get your viewpoints on it um, because your viewpoints um, dovetail and match hours all right because i follow all of your posts in order to know what to say on this podcast right here all right uh, that's the truth you think i'm the mentor all right go ahead all right but what were your thoughts when you heard about the um Sylvania shooting and how uh Sylvania township police uh chief uh paul long 
and his staff handled that shooting that was on Valencia off of Whitehurst Road. Um, what were your thoughts when you first heard about that? Uh, CD, uh, Sabrina? Um, I would say my first thoughts were, why don't Sylvania police have body cams or the township? Why don't they have body cams? I mean, as, as of right now, where we stand with the police, we don't trust the police um, because of everything that has been happening. And to have so many incidents of mental health, people that have had mental health that are black and brown be killed by police. But then you have a Caucasian person that goes somewhere and they shoot up the whole place that you know that they have a gun. They You got dead bodies everywhere and you apprehend them without using any deadly force. But you got tasers, you got pepper spray. But the first thing you do when somebody's black and brown is you pull a gun and you shoot them. So I, I don't know why they don't have body cameras because you can't get transparency without them. Um, so that was my first thought was looking at the news and seeing that this man didn't. I mean, he did go inside of someone's home, allegedly, but we don't know that. And that's why people had their day in court. Um, allegedly he went inside of their home, didn't take anything and ran back out and told them that he was sorry. Um, which kind of shows that he possibly had some mental health. So my concern is why don't they have body cams and why do they aim to shoot first towards black and brown people and apprehend white people? Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Sabrina, what were your thoughts? Because I initially saw your post. And then somebody tagged me in. And that's why another reason why we have uh, the Sylvania Township shooting on our agenda today. And that's how well we work with one another. If I don't see it, tag me in and we'll make it right. We'll make it a part of the conversation. What were your thoughts, Sabrina, when you saw that story? I pretty much share CD's sentiment. Um, when I heard about the incident, I knew right off um, the the news, <laughs> the way his story unfortunately is uh is is told, you, you kind of know the the race or the ethnicity of the of the parties involved. So um, you know, when I read that he was unarmed, um, that really I, I feel he his death, in my opinion, could have been avoided. You know, um, I'm not a police officer for a reason, so I'm not trying to minimize the dangers of the job by uh, no means whatsoever. Um, however, it is very disheartening to know that he was not um, armed. It's disheartening to know that there were no body cameras. So it's basically, it's their words. It's not basically, it's, it's what they said it is, um, unless witnesses come forward to you know say otherwise, that they heard something totally different. Um, I just feel, you know, like she said, when it's us, shoot first, ask questions later. Right. Um, I think this week I read on the news, maybe in the world, two to three active shootings. Um, they all were brought in alive. And I just, <laughs> I don't understand that. It's like they see humanity in everybody else, but uh, but black and brown folks. And I don't understand that. Like you can empathize with an active shooter who just killed 10 people. One of the victims in the latest shooting was a police officer. And this individual was still brought in alive. That floors me. And like your uh, um, sister Yvette said, being black in America is traumatizing in itself. Yep. All right. Hey, listen, um, we feel the same way. Uh, one of the things that, one of the next steps that we can do is uh, collaborate with some of those in the community 
and start to ask that question. Why not body cams? We had the same conversation with the city of Toledo. Now they have body cams. We're continuing to have that conversation with the Toledo Police Department to make them more accountable and more transparent. We're not there yet, but we're making some movement. And I think that discussion needs to happen in Sylvania Township also. All right. Hey, listen, I want to thank both of you, CD and Sabrina, for, for joining us. We're going to take a short break. And also, before we, before we go, how can someone get in contact with New Order if they want to join into the fight? Who do they contact? How can they get involved with uh, New Order uh, Human Rights Organization? Um, officially, go to www. Write this down, folks. www.nonhr.org. That's how you officially join. But if you want information about New Order, you can go on to the um, New Order Human Rights Organization website. There's tons of information there about what New Order does. Um, you can contact, of course, any member of New Order. You can contact CD. You can contact myself, and we will point you in the right direction. All right. And we also and have a Facebook page. Yes. Right. Also, oh, please, everybody that's watching this, like the Facebook page. I like the New Order Human Rights Organization Facebook page. That way you'll receive updates. You'll receive when the next uh, um, activity or action that New Order has, because if they're having an action, we're having an action too. Amen. So thank you. Anything else? That's right. And I was saying earlier, it's us, not me. All right. So just to <laughs> right. the though, I, I fixed your post. All right. Let me know. I, I read this shit. All right. They're like two old, they're like two grumpy old men. Yes. Movie. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> and and I started in this struggle with Drill's father uh, in 1991. Uh, we oh. helped to secure. Uh, the Reverend uh, Floyd Rose, as he was marching from Swainfield to uh, Franklin Park Mall, among uh, death threats, among him being um, discommunicated by the faith community here. Anybody that says that they love Floyd Rose, I might call you on that because <laughs> I remember. I, I remember. So don't post telling me saying that you loved him because many people were against him wow. uh, to the point that he was maybe one of the most hated uh, men in Toledo. So the Nation of wow. Islam and the brothers, the FOI, decided that today is not going to be the day. I wish you would touch him. All right. So we, we secured our brother. Right. And we challenged right. anybody that had the thought of harming a hair on his head. Um, you were going to pay a price with just having the thought. So my my uh, relationship with Gerald is uh, runs deep, and I respect him for continuing on the struggle. Jody? On that note, too, for uh, everybody watching or listening, that is the truth of reality. During the time that you've done all this awesome stuff and marched and stuff, we talked about Martin and Malcolm X, but during the time that they were actually doing that, People didn't like them. Most of the activism is like, and I hate to use that word, but most activism is like 
a cult movie. Mm-hmm. At the time when it's released and when it's going on, people wish you would be as far away from a, a, them as possible. But then after you get the results, after you change the laws, after the language has changed, then you're everybody's friend. Kind of like the entertainment you know. But we'll talk about that towards Yeah, 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 we'll talk about that. <laughs> so thank you, New Order. Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you, City. We're going to take a short break and come back. This is the CSRN Video Minutes, our weekly podcast. Come right back and join us. same uncompromising truth you've come to expect from the Final Call newspaper on all your connected devices. Subscribe to the Final Call Digital Edition today. Go to subscribe.finalcalldigital.com. All right, we are back, CSRN, the video minutes. We're back with Sabrina uh, from New Order. And if you don't know, you see our webpage, uh, csrntoledo.com. Visit our webpage, uh, get yourself some swag. We've got the, um, the, we've got the, the yard signs. Yep. All right, what else do we have? We have yard signs. We have buttons. We have pins we have wristbands in multiple colors we have um tumbler water bottles if you go on the website that has our stickers on them we have my artwork from ink truth that are pieces selected from my collection that go over the result or not result but um activism and things that invoke you to do more than just sit and watch a screen what else do we got? We got T-shirts. We got a whole bunch of stuff, all the merchandise for you to get Juneteenth and summer gear ready. All right. And speaking of Juneteenth, I think that's the next topic of discussion. Uh, and we've got Sabrina here. Hey, thanks for hanging out, Sabrina. No problem. No problem. All right. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Juneteenth, Jody. Uh, for, I think, since 2016, we decided to have not only our own Black Lives Matter Day, but to be involved in planning the Juneteenth, either us or with everyone else. Why do you think it's so important to keep the momentum of Juneteenth going? And then we'll hear from uh, Sabrina, too, why she thinks the importance of keeping Juneteenth moving. Um, I, I think it's important because it's part of our history. 
It, it's like one of those things. Yes, we have Black History Month and all of that other stuff in our culture and, and everything, which doesn't go away because of a holiday, but it's nice to celebrate it. If you spend so much time fearing or being angry or trying to fix your home instead of celebrating that you're alive, that you survived, that you have some type of ancestral history to leave down to other generations, it won't mean much. Our, our culture is becoming this um, amalgam of everything. Nothing's unique. Everything's a bit of this or a bit of that or trend this. And you don't have those, why we say, I say, and ancestral things that belong to you. You can't be taken over by somebody. I mean, you can't just walk around with dreads and say, hey, I'm Rasta. And, and I, you know, I didn't go, go into all that stuff. But Juneteenth is good because it gives us another spot in history where we fought back because everybody is would like you to think it especially as books in school we started as slavery no we didn't but this is one thing that just we pushed forward against and found out because the history of juneteenth is interesting because it's kind of like waking up today and looking at your screen and only seeing the trend worthy news but not knowing a block down somebody was just murdered mm. that's right that's right hey let's uh let's check Check in with Sabrina. Uh, already seen that the Juneteenth celebration Facebook page, uh, Shannon Miss Lady. Yep. That's her uh, Facebook name. You already watching a minute ago. Let's see. You already know, on. right? You already know yeah, who you is. are. Uh, she posted the page. I shared the page because I've been waiting for somebody to jump off mm -hmm. or somebody to pop it off. Usually it's us, but now we're in a time now, Jody, that. Look, you do not have to be a politician, a lawyer, or a preacher to be a leader. Yep. So Shannon took it upon herself last year and some others to say, hey, look, we can do Juneteenth too. Yep. And everybody did Juneteenth. And hopefully next week, let's see if we can get Shannon on yeah, to talk about the awesome. thought process. Uh, I want to be involved if mm -hmm. we can consolidate some of this stuff. Yep. And if she's already got it going, and they did really good at Walbridge. Yeah, all right. I'll be back up hey. this year. All right. This time I'm at the table. So. so so we might join CSRN, maybe joining Jody at Walbridge, all right? So you might have CSRN brought to you by Jody Summers, child of the system, <laughs> through tears of the wounded. So, hey, Shannon, look for us to, man, if we just dot a couple of I's and up, Upper management, all Set right. Live webcam on my table, just give you a surroundings like they do with spring break and right. stuff. Right, right. So, Sabrina, why do you think it's so important that we keep the momentum of Juneteenth going? What are your thoughts on that? It's important because we celebrate European history year round. Uh, we probably know more European history than we do our own. So it's a way for, for one, for the younger generation to know how to, when we get together, this is how we behave. This is our culture. This is who we are. Um, there is more to black history than, than slavery, than, than Martin Luther King, than, than Rosa Parks. Um, when you, when at least in the schools here that I've attended, that's pretty much, you know, what's taught during Black History Month. It's, it's the same old, same old. So, you know, we were kings and queens pre-slavery. And that's lost here because 
we know European history. We don't know our own history. So it's a way to find out who we are. It's a way to teach our children. So they start learning who we are and they start doing their research. And it's okay, you know what you learn in the school, but also go a step further, learn who you are, learn who we are as a people, as a culture, um, what our traditions, you know, looked like in Africa pre-slavery and even now, even today. Right. And and speaking about teaching, because we've got a couple of things to go through, um, Jody, we're going to take a short break and come back with community solid uh, solutions and shout outs. Um, But speaking of teaching, I don't know if you saw the Facebook posts about Ruth Leonard. All right. And not putting her whole business out there, but hey, you're on Facebook, Ruth. So don't be trying to say you try to keep your stuff private. And you how, how does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Sabrina knows. How do you keep your business private? And you post everything. And you post everything. But not that Ruth posts everything because she could be popping up behind us anytime. All right. Uh, all right. Come on, oh, come on there. Right. Right. She, she did that last time, scared the hell out of us. But um, congratulations, congratulations to the lead of our administrative corps. Right now, she's practicing self care, and that's a intentional and consistent and essential thing that we practice in order to come back out swinging the next week and. She was uh, waiting for the test for the results of her prison, her principal, I said a prison, <laughs> principal licensure. And I was so glad that she um, she passed. Yes. So you might be looking uh, at Ruth Leonard at a principal of a TPS school uh, near you yeah. uh, very soon. And if we have anything to say about it, and um, if... Uh, um, if uh, Brother Romulus is, is listening, hey, that's a solid sister, um, superintendent, all right? And if it's coming from me, it, that means a lot. I hope so. But um, It's a lot to do with consistency. Right, right. That's a hardworking sister. She loves our youth. Uh, she loves our community. And she's dedicated to the betterment of, um, of all of the students in TPS. Um, what were your thoughts on that? I don't know if you saw the post, Sabrina, regarding Ruth. Um, yes, yes, her, um, yes, I did. I did. I was so happy for her. Woman to woman, um, I was so happy for her because I do know she 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 loves the youth, like you said. She works well with children. And um, and if anybody knows whether what kind of degree in school, college, um, postgraduate studies, it, it it's a lot. It it takes a lot out of out of you emotionally, physically, um, mentally. So I totally applaud her for um, her self care right now, because it's exhaustive going through school to get your master's uh, degree, and then she took the test, she passed it. So that's a huge accomplishment. So I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. She's definitely setting an example for others. Um, keep continuing to grow as a woman. From what I've known of Ruth, um, even though I've only known you guys. Uh, just a few years. She's a definite go-getter. All right. Awesome. Awesome. It, it looked like we may have had a little uh, interference because it's too, because it's too much positivity going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, congratulations, Ruth Leonard, on uh, achieving that. And uh, anything that has a, a, a value, high value, has a difficulty factor attached to it. And they don't, uh, Sabrina, they don't give out 
uh, master's degrees. They don't give out prison licensures to just anybody. Uh, you got to grind for it. That's where I'm, where I'm at. I don't yeah. want it, all right? Because I know it, I, I don't want it. But I'm so glad to see that the people that I know are becoming smarter and smarter. You know, you, yeah. you might. Uh, it's, it's consistency. Uh, again, we'll get to my little segment and stuff. One thing I talked about uh, with the 419 Grind podcast of Essential Vibes yesterday that I was on uh, consistency. I, uh, I kind of a snippet that, as I was saying before, activism takes a lot. It's a mm -hmm. sacrifice that many people can't do or won't do, and it's not something that you're going to be loved for while you it. But in return, you can't just make activism your entire life. So again, me, Brother Washington, Ruth, Julian, uh, you, CD, have lives mm -hmm. that we do outside of this. This is not consuming for us to where every time we see a post we're about to respond and right. it's just our whole day right. i can't do nothing else because this person called me this on yeah. this page that i can turn off right mm -hmm. so i for me i'm i'm still not good at celebrating you know, six years of entertaining mm -hmm. that's a lot but yeah, uh, just if you take anything out of that rambling, I just said, don't let activism become your life. Also work on your career, your goals, mm -hmm. your dreams and future, because you'll be a lot mentally able to help other people because you learned this. So. Hey, look, uh, speaking of other people, um, and right now we're doing some fishbowling live. Did you want to go over some of those people? and programs that are making a difference? Or did you want to take a break and come back? Um, yeah, we can go over a couple and then we'll come back with some more. Uh, okay. But yeah, just a couple of organizations that are doing something that, like the Arts Commission. They have several organizations with the uh, young artists at work. They just did several things during the pandemic to try and help me and a lot of other artists and entrepreneurs kind of keep our minds together, uh, pay some bills and stuff. There's Chris McBrayer, who still does a lot of stuff with the youth. Uh, let's see him doing some weird slumber party things with kids and helping them do stuff. But uh, I mean, right now we're about to go into spring, summer. So you're probably going to see him over at, what is it, 3 Bancroft? Across yeah. From the plaza that got yeah. bought from New York. That's right. But um, over there doing stuff and kids, some youth programs um what is it rashawn jones yeah we were talking about that on the show the other day how he does boxing wait for you to stop pulling out these guns and weapons and put on some gloves mm -hmm. uh, it, it's harder to say than do but it's consistency if, if you do something if you take the skills that you learn because where i'm at now if my office is and all this stuff after six years was never supposed to happen but um shout out to dave who is always trying to find some program to help the kids in art and expand their minds um and if i can add this and, and sabrina if you could think about because we're gonna um, um we want you to engage in this too if there's some programs that you know right now that are out there that need a shout out all right um, this will be a really good time if you could pull some of those. And what I wanted to say is all of the programs that Jody mentioned also need our dollars. All right. right. All the programs that he's talking about need our dollars. So if it's the Arts Commission, 
if it's Gutter Dave, if it's uh, uh, Rashawn, Rashawn Jones, it's Soul City Boxing. The program, if it's, which if is it's Tremaine, uh, Tremaine. Uh, Rayford yep. at the program. I got his name right. I really hope I hope I did. <laughs> uh, they, it's okay to praise, but also right. dig in your pocket, right? Yep. And help, uh, and because I've seen so many nonprofits, um, Central City nonprofits, go out of business because as soon as the grant is up, uh, we haven't solidified that community support, and it's hard right. getting that community support, Sabrina, and working the program at the same time. It's oh, hard. absolutely. Um, Sonya is going to be starting up a summer program. I don't know if you guys saw Urban Holistic, Holistics. She's going to be doing the summer program with the, um, with the youth. Um, I mentioned before about Michelle Groom for Greatness. That is a great program for um, young ladies of all ages. Um, Joe Johnson is out there in the community engaging with the youth. Joe does a lot of uh, behind the scenes work. He's definitely not looking for any type of notoriety, but anytime there's issues going out, he's, you know, he, he, he's talking to men, trying to get more men to just go out into the community and be a mentor for our youth. That's really what he's trying to do. Um, you know, I, I don't know, you, you know, who Joe is, but you know, he, yeah. he does a lot of work with the youth. He's been doing it for years. That's where his heart is. Um, he too has an organization. I'm going to have to contact him and get that contact information so we can, you know, put it out there for folks. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and, and I think that's one of the, the big differences that CSRN uh, is able to do is to promote others that are actually doing the work. Mm -hmm. right. I don't need to do what Joe Johnson is doing. I need to support him because he's already doing it. Right. It's, it's right. something if you have a platform. Uh, I want to shout out Rocky Duh too. He goes to, uh, he's a recording artist from Toledo that does a lot of the um, mentor youth and stuff like that. Uh, Devon Fang, we got Hoodstock coming up this year too. But um, a, a lot of organizations can't because they might be tied to a grant or something. So right. they can't say, my brother over here is doing good. So, you know, I may need some dollars, but give a couple of him. It's like giving the flowers while people are alive. I don't want to buy you <clears> flowers <throat> when you're dead. Right. So to take it even to that further extent, I want to right. buy you flowers while you're now. So if that means buying a book, investing in a camping trip, investing in school supplies, do it mm -hmm. now. Do mm -hmm. it now. Because mm -hmm. they may not be there next year to be able to help them out. And then you'll just be mad. Yeah, and what one thing that 2020 has really shown us is that uh, you really can't <clears throat> count on your plans to be with someone in six months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or next year, you know. Right. So let's do it. Let's do it now. And I also wanted to lift up our brother Kenneth Carswell, who has a program uh, in on the campus of St. Martin de Porres, and what he does, he teaches American Sign Language. And also, he teaches chess for any young person that uh, wants to be involved. And you can find, I think you can find him on Facebook, but look up Break Chains, Make Changes. Both of these organizations work well with our young people, and they need your accolades, they need your likes, but also they need your dollars. So right. it's not about donating to CSRN. We want you to bypass. CSRN and help those who are already doing the work. 
All right. Hey, Jody, I think that we're about at the time to take a short break. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're going to come back. So this is the CSRN Video Minutes. Uh, stay tuned and come right back. Hey, I'm Dr. P. Not only am I a leadership coach, I'm a change agent, and I'm a race scholar. I've used my study of race to dismantle systems and organizations, but I also use that to help you as the individual become a better leader for your families and for your community. All right, we are back. This is the Community Solidarity Response Network. This is our weekly webcast, our weekly podcast, and our weekly video minutes. A couple of things that I wanted to uh, post before we move on to uh, five minutes of heat. And please excuse me, everybody, if it, if it looks like we didn't take enough time on these things. We're on every week, so we'll be back. Just wanted you to know that on May 25th, uh, Minneapolis police officers arrested uh, George Floyd, um, of being accused of using a 20, a counterfeit $20 bill. Uh, 17 minutes later, uh, the cars were aligned on the scene. We saw what that eight minutes had done, and now we're back with the uh, um, with the Derek Calvin. Um, Kevin Wright, um, murder trial, because that's what it was. So please, everybody, stay uh, up to date on that. And for all of our comrades that are in Minneapolis right now, um, be safe. That's ground zero of how everything started again. So please keep all our brothers and sisters that are on the ground right there uh, following this, uh, keep those in your hearts. And also just running a couple of things down, big shout out to Lamisha Hudson of Equus Healthcare. And we need your help, family. Um, we want to position an HIV AIDS testing bus within our community. Um, Swainfield wasn't a good spot. So if you've got my number, if you got Jody's number, Tag some of us and let us know if there's an event coming up. They're going to allow us to position this bus so our people could get tested. HIV and AIDS is still out here. Everybody should know their status. I should know my status. Jody should know his status. All of us should. And I'm glad that Equus Healthcare is going to allow us to position that, position that bus wherever we need to make it happen. A couple of other things, Jody. Big shout out to Brianna Camden. You haven't seen her yet, but she's a part of our CSRN research team. We're going to have her on if her schedule permits uh, next week. And I think Jody, man, if I if I hadn't mentioned anything else, Ben the Cam with Sean Nestor and Brady Hall. We're really trying to shut down these red cameras. Uh, it's a money grab. I missed the Zoom, Sean. So if you're looking, yeah, bro, I know I wasn't on it. All right. Hey, what you going to do? But anyway, I wasn't, I wasn't on it. All right. I wasn't on it. But we're going to make sure everybody stays up to date on the things that are happening. And lastly, for everybody, uh, something is happening on the uh, south side of Toledo. A lot of the neighbors and a lot of businesses are looking into how this um, uh, lawn care or um, 
this company that's going to be using the area uh, on that side of town as a dumping site for uh, wood chips, for asphalt, for a lot of things. And it's going to create a horrible smell on that side of town. So not only comrades, um, car washes getting into, into the fight, some of the other um, business um, members and neighbors are getting into the fight. And we look to have a, um, a press conference at Conrad's Monday at 10 o'clock or 11. Right now, we're really disappointed. We're really disappointed with how city council and, um, and the commissioners have gone about uh, this whole process, Sabrina. It's one of those things where uh, they make decisions before you and I show up. Mm-hmm. And I know I know what happens. I'm old enough. I'll be 58. So I'm old enough to be in all of those rooms. All right. All you need to do is be old or bald. All right. <laughs> you can get in. So I check off all those boxes. So I'm very much aware of meetings before the meetings. I'm very much aware right. of the meeting after the meeting. So myself, uh, Charlene from Congress, who is blowing up my phone right now. Uh, we want to uh, make a difference. Even though they said that it's a done deal, we want people to remember. All right. We want you to, because voting uh, election is going to come up this year. Mm-hmm. All right. For everybody to get those spots. Hey. Right, 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 right. So, yep. right, right. So we're going to remember. Um, so join us. And we'll be posting that soon, Jody. If it's going to be 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at Conrad's. And if anybody wants to be involved, I hope I've got, um, if you don't see Bill's number on here, uh, you got my number. All right. I'm going to put my number on the internet. All right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. It is yeah, what it is. It is the last six right. years. Um, you got my number right there. <laughs> Bill's number should be there. You might be able to see Bill's number. Call Bill. Uh, he's a stakeholder. He's a business owner in this. Give me a call. Find out how to get involved. Jody, um, we want to bring up arts and culture in the revolution. And while we're talking, Sabrina, if there's something that is on your mind that you need to add, please jump right in. All right. Please jump right in. And then we want to wrap up with five minutes of heat. Yep. All right. So um, arts and culture. today is six years of me being a, I guess, creator or an entertainer or however you want to say that, finding a dream and never stopping. Uh, um, actually, yesterday, I'm going to my brother watch this if he wants to pick some pieces out. Um, I was in an argument, kind of argument with my sister, and she was asking me about how everything's going, if your job called you back, because I still have no idea. Um, would you go back today? And I really had to sit and think about it because March 23rd, 2015, I decided that I would be me and nothing was going to stop me. I went to my first open mic and performed and I haven't stopped. I literally haven't stopped. I've performed over 14,000 shows in multiple states and countries because I've been, um, Zoomed over to Tanzania several times with my friend um, over there, but New York and 
where a whole bunch of places, New Orleans and Cleveland, Detroit a lot, Columbus. But it started out with me using my voice. And now I'm an award-winning published author and illustrator. My illustrations and pictures are in museums all over the world. And it's weird because I, I don't actually get to see it. Brother Washington is going to take out some choice pieces here as I'm kind of rambling in my mind to kind of let, yeah, because it's got protective cover, but kind of let artists and entrepreneurs know it's spring. This is the time of the year where life blossoms. We kind of encourage the world to come out of the house and live to where our words, our illustrations, our books, our creations are what make culture what it is. The pieces that after you're angry and after your ancestors have done whatever horrible things, they're still part of history. So um, for me, again, I'm, I'm weird with celebrating and trying to figure out stuff. I've, I've created so much. I'm just now, because of pandemic, getting to pause and see some of the stuff. Because there was at a point in time, slightly before pandemic, I was literally performing five to six times a week, two to three different shows in multiple cities. But for me, for me, that was just how I learned to live. Uh, somebody's song, I think it might be J. Cole, I'm not exactly sure, but where they say never stop touring because not only that's where the money lies, but that's where your inspiration lies to where you can constantly find something to do. And I know today is different where you have Zoom and then cameras and I don't like it because it makes me feel like a rehearsing, but I still have plenty of open mics. I got, to, uh, let's see, Thursday I have an open mic. Shout out to Nicola's Art Gallery over here in Swainfield Plaza. I'll be there Thursday for the open mic. Shout out to Kay Renee and Douglas Coley. I'll be on their virtual live open mic Friday. And shout out to Tracy in the spotlight. There is a event. I will say the whole name because some people are sensitive. But if you go to my page, you'll see it. There's an event. I'll be vending there um, Sunday. But last year, I wasn't doing nothing of this. Last year, if we can, if some of you remember, this is the day that Ohio locked down. For me, it was devastating because that was also my year anniversary and everything was gone. A friend of mine, Ed Mayberry, he was he had made a post about I, up until today, and if you'll see through my memories, I was saying, I'm still going to perform. I'm still going to get on stage. If I have to perform to a duck at a pond by myself, I'm going to do it. <laughs> but a year later, I'm happy because right now I can walk into any stage, any room, anywhere and perform. But I'm not looking for a contract. I like being independent. Uh, we see now in the news with Anita Baker trying to fight for her masters. Yeah, that's great. If you're an entertainer and you're young and you have that in you, maybe sign a contract. But believe me, as I've been on both sides before I became an entertainer, I spent 10 years behind the scenes doing radio shows and plays and organizations. So I know I have a friend right now that just signed with Sony. He was doing great stuff and able to perform. But once you sign that contract, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You belong to them. Mm -hmm. So you can't perform your own stuff. You just can't randomly show up to somebody's birthday party and perform. You got rules and regulations and stuff. Yes, it comes with the livelihood and buy cars and mansions and all that stuff. But I can't speak to Brother Washington. 
I couldn't come here and be out in the community because guess what? That doesn't look good for our image. So me, I have seven companies now and, and a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah, if, if there's anything that you took out of that rambling, out of six years of me trying to condense and the people that I've lost and the stages I may never or will never because some of the buildings ain't even there no more to perform on, it's do it. Speaking, sure. huh. I was gonna say, speaking of performing, we're about to um, go into um, five minutes of heat, and then we're gonna close out. Uh, let's ask Sabrina. Um, thank you, Sabrina, for for being uh, for being on. Um, are you also on a? Uh, was it you that's on a, another Zoom at eight o'clock tonight? That was um, last week when we did the. Um, the podcast, sure. but right. um, I have some future events uh, coming up. I'll let you guys know the dates. Um, New Order uh, nationally is going to be on the national. We're going to have our own show on the national radio station. So we're excited about that. Um, oh. That's one thing that I do like love about being New Order is that they have a national stage so I can bring our local issues to the national audience. So that's pretty amazing. That's awesome. And we'll make sure that uh, we stay updated up to date with you uh because it's not i but we it's us, right. not, it's us not me so yeah. let him know i've messed up this thing <laughs> hey yeah. two grumpy men if you're not that old just look up the movie and grumpier old men look up that movie and you'll right. get what i'm saying okay i don't know Gerald qualifies as older but hey we'll put it there all right i need company all right so um Today's five minutes of heat is a little bit interesting. I'm, I'm going to be reading a piece, which I, I guess I've gotten used to doing um, over the year and not performing and stuff, but it's kind of a out of retirement piece because last year I technically did retire. I completed Spoken Truth, which had been like 45 memorized verses and four and a half hours of material that I could jump anywhere and do stuff with, but it was time to evolve past that. And I ended that with a piece called Mom, which you guys heard last week and have probably been hearing a lot. Um, I'm going to unretire myself because I will memorize this by Sunday, possibly. But a piece in the illustration I created when Brother Washington holds it up called Still Alive that I created two years ago for a friend named Sel Orr. And um, it's about heartbreak. It's about love. It's about addiction. It's about healing so what brother washington is showing you is the illustration that i created last month after creating the spoken word piece so you can go on my page you can look it up you can type it in find the video that picture does react to light in it if you listen to the poem it is the visual representation of everything i'm saying so still alive Five minutes of heat. Let's begin peace. I refuse to have or become another ex. My life take the heartache. I won't go through or put another person through the pain of losing someone you thought you might have loved. It terrifies me to think of the scars I put on this fragile muscle. Chasing, yes, chasing after people who 
just weren't meant to be. And for a time, I know it shrunk. Secluded and sealed uh, to a state of depression that shielded me from feeling too much. Withdrawn into places I dare not think about. But I stitch and glue myself back together each and every time. Every tear I cried slowly calcified into a hardened crust, creating barriers on old wounds and sealing spots I couldn't reach. Some of those deposits have become thick as stone, dense as on, and nearly, yes, nearly impossible for me to move alone. But it still, yes, still beats strong. Cautiously, I stare out the peephole that I built around it while spending all these years alone, desperately in need of repair. But I am not, no, not willing to pay for a paint job. The damage done here needs an overhaul. Someone willing to make the investment. There are doors I can't go into alone anymore. But there's plenty of space, there's space for room to grow. So I will sit alone and not take the chance of being next. The cost of this key is priceless and only will be given to one, yes, one more patiently waiting for someone to sign the check. And peace. And as always, we don't clap our hands. We, we snap our fingers. You've been well fed. We've been well fed. Thank you, family, for, for joining us. Um, and as always, we end with the Solidarity Pledge. Uh, and that's a commitment to better ourselves, improve ourselves first. I'm going to say I, you repeat after me, and I'll continue. Say I. I. Your, your name. Jody. Sabrina. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To love my brothers and my sisters. To love my to brothers, love my brothers and, my and my sisters. As I love myself. As I love, as I love myself. myself. I. 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 Your name, Jason. Sabrina. Pledge to strive. Pledge, Pledge to, strive. to strive. To study. To study. To study. To improve myself. To improve, to improve myself. myself. Spiritually. 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 Mentally. 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 Morally. 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 And physically. And physically. And physically. For the benefit of myself. For the benefit, for the benefit of, myself. of myself. My family. My family. My family. And my people. And my and people. my people. I. I. Your name. Child Sabrina. Pledge to strive. Pledge, Pledge to, strive. to strive. To be a part of the solution. To be a part, to be of, a the part of the solution. The process. The process. The process. And not the problem. And not, and the, not problem. the problem. I. 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 Your name. Sabrina. Pledge to strive. Pledge, Pledge to strive to give all that I can spare. To give all, to give all that, I that I can spare of my time. Of my of time. my time. My strength. My strength. My strength. 
and energy and energy and energy to achieve to achieve to achieve the above said the above, the above said. said all right family give yourselves a hand or a stomp with the stick we have made it through another podcast video minute csrn we look forward to seeing everyone back if the universe wills it to be next week and as always all lives can't matter until black until lives black matter. lives matter that's and right black lives can't matter until all black lives matter Justice or else. Justice or else. That's right. No justice, no peace. That's right.